Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, and I'm your host, John June, and of course, got my guy, yes, sir. Greg. What's good on this Thursday evening, man? Thursday evening, about to watch this uh, Thursday night game. Actually, also watching the Yankee game at the same time. You know, I'm a huge Yankee fan of all sports, Greg, here. Uh, so I'm loving the Yankees making this playoff push. I'm excited for them. And, yeah, I'm excited for the, the number one versus the number two pick tonight. Uh, so it definitely should be nice. You know, they played in college. Joe Burrow got the best of them. Uh, I think he's probably going to get the best of them tonight again. The all all sports, Greg. I like that one, man. I like uh-huh. that. Definitely <laughs> one. That one is sticking. Um, welcome into episode 195. Five episodes Woo. away from the big two hundo. Um, obviously, we are. It is Thursday here. Thursday night football will have been played, but we we already broke that game down. Just go back and listen. Maybe we were right. Maybe you know. Maybe maybe Joe Mixon did put up a thirty burger. Who knows? Um, but definitely. Go check it out. But here we are covering our top 10 or not top 10 rather, but nine of the 1 p.m. games. Uh, We'll break down, obviously, the remaining games tomorrow. I just want to get this announcement out of the way here. Next week, we will only be on podcast platforms. There will not be uh, any YouTube episodes uh, for Thursday Night Football or the game previews. Those will only be released in podcast platform. So if you really wanted to to get those, if you really want those breakdowns, just make sure you you grab them via the podcast platform. Again, apologize for any inconvenience there. Just some things coming up that we will not be able to provide that in YouTube form next week. So, but we carry on. The show must go on. And so with that being said, Greg, let's jump into these 1 p.m. games, starting with the one and two Washington football team traveling to Atlanta to take on the one and two Atlanta Falcons. Washington football team here is one and a half point favorites. The total here is 48 and a half points. In terms of injuries, Russell Gage uh, was a DMP. He's most likely out of this game. Eric Harris, safety for Atlanta. Uh, he was he's questionable. AJ Terrell, he was a full participant in practice. Um, with a concussion. So, you know, it seems like he's trending in a positive direction there. Uh, for the Washington football team, Curtis Samuel has returned to practice. Uh, he's been practicing in pads. So uh, if you are someone who, again, I, you know, I mentioned on the show a couple weeks ago, if you have an IR spot, pick him up. Um, but it seems like he's trending towards, if not being active this week, then definitely I would assume next week here, um with his his groin injury and there's been nothing by the way of a, a two quarter or two a second wide receiver in this Washington offense and I think they could sorely need it opposite Terry McLaurin in terms of the game here uh I'm gonna take the over here I'm gonna take Washington to cover Washington to win the game uh for Atlanta Mike Davis he's a floor play RB2 um Cordell Patterson is that RB3 wide receiver three flex option with obviously the more upside for, you know, he definitely has upside for more here. Uh, Calvin Ridley, 
gets a slight downgrade, just like the slightest for me this week. Um, but obviously, you're still gonna play him. You 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 know what the you know what he what he can do. I see Greg shaking his head. That's I'm crazy. Trying to figure- I'm, oh man, Calvin Ridley! Oh yo, that's a smash spot for my man Calvin Ridley. Yo. Oh okay, I, that that might be hinting towards something later in the week there. But <laughs> Kyle Pitts, uh, someone you know, I'm going to continue to take a shot on at the tight end position. Uh, Washington for Washington, Taylor Heineke, streaming top streaming option at the quarterback position. Uh, AG low end RB one. Although I failed to mention at the top, uh, these these. Injury notes were from yesterday. Antonio Gibson was a, was a DMP today at Thursday's practice with a shin injury. So um, J- J.D. McKissick is the next man up, uh, like, you know, in, in the eyes of fantasy managers. But in terms of who will be the running back, seems like that'll be rookie running back Jarrett Patterson. So if you are in leagues, if you are the Antonio Gibson manager, uh, you're you're trying to protect yourself there. Jarrett Patterson's the guy that you probably want to go go add. Uh, Terry McLaurin, obviously he will he can get it done here as a wide receiver one option. Uh, his quarterback has a great matchup here against Atlanta, so uh, I like Logan Thomas here as well. Greg, what say you on this matchup, man? Uh, I'm with you. I'm gonna take the over, taking Washington to cover and Washington to win. Um, you know Taylor Haneke, streaming the week, definitely a great play this week. Um, since becoming a starter, he's you know got at least two passing touchdowns in week two and three, getting up about 35 pass attempts a game, going against a a bad Atlanta defense, uh, giving up the fourth most passing TDs to QBs, uh, about 2.7 a game. Um, AG, yeah, if he can go, um, you're you're starting him up. I think solid RB2. Uh, he's got that big play upside just like he had last week, got the 73-yard reception. So he's always got that in his bag. Terry McLaurin set up for a huge game, uh, definitely in a good spot against these corners. Mentioned the bad defense uh, with Taylor Haneke. That helps Terry McLaurin for sure. Uh, he's wide receiver one. Logan Thomas in that tight end one range. And for Atlanta too, yeah, I, I do actually like this game for Matt Ryan uh, and the Atlanta offense. Uh, Washington has just been pretty bad this year defensively uh, against QBs, um, giving up the most fantasy points to QB position. Calvin Ridley, is, I think, is going to destroy in this matchup. He's got, got 11 targets last week um, in a, a – prime spot matchup just like Terry McLaurin so they should uh be going head to head against each other on both sides quarter Parison and which you good great flex play his touches and receptions have been going up each week and I, I like Kyle Pitts as well um uh, with that tight end one value a low end tight end one value Mike Davis is a touchdown dependent RB3 I wouldn't be happy about playing him but uh, I think they'll, they'll get some red zone opportunities yeah definitely man uh moving on to this next matchup the 0-3 Detroit Lions Traveling to Chicago to take on the one and two Chicago Bears. This is a 42 point total here. There is rain expected in this game. In terms of the injuries, it seems like Khalil Mack, he's questionable with the foot. Darnell Mooney, he's questionable as well with the groin. Uh, Andy Dalton, he practiced uh, two days in a limited capacity with that knee injury. Um, you know, so with that knee bruise, so curious to see what happens there with the with the quarterback position. You know, Justin Fields, he's been on the injury report with the hand, but it seems like he'll be ready to go on Sunday um, if need be. But for the Detroit side, DeAndre Swift, he's questionable with the groin. Uh, there were some comments that came from Dan Campbell that seems like the groin may not be a factor. Um, they have a few other guys questionable here, but Greg, what are your uh, your thoughts on this matchup? I'm taking the over. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions to cover, and I'm going to take them to win. Um, 
on Chicago side, I'm I'm not very certain who's going to be started at QB. Uh, I'm not a fan of anyone on this offense, honestly, except David Montgomery. Until Matt Nagy finds his coaching skills back and, and play calling skills back uh, to help this offense, um, I'm mostly on David Montgomery as a, a RB2 play. I can't even trust Allen Robinson right now. He's He's got not one game over 40 receiving yards this year. That's it's pretty bad uh, for a person you want to start every week. I thought it was a safe, you know, low-end wide receiver one. So I'm going to stay away from that. On Detroit side, though, definitely a fan of Jared Goff in this matchup. I, you know, it's my quarterback stream of the week. It's got that high in QB2, QB2 value. Um, DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift, and more Swift. Uh, I think this this is a tag that he's going to have every week, the groin, uh, that to limit him, his, his work during the week. But he'll be fine. Uh, he's getting 80 touches a game. Dan Campbell wants him to get even more. So you definitely RB1 season will continue. Hawkinson, I think, bounces back. Uh, could give you that tight end one value, top five. And really, I'm not – one of these complimentary receivers will show out. It's just a matter of who who's that going to be. Not going to willing to start any of them, but – I wouldn't be surprised if, if it was a Cephas game, a Khalif Raymond game. You don't really know. Yeah, man, I'm going to go with the over here. I'm going to take Detroit to cover, going to take Detroit to win this game. Uh, Detroit's been playing some solid football, man, over mm-hmm. three weeks. Um, playing hard. They're playing real hard. Uh, like they're trying to bite some kneecaps off. So uh, I, I'm, I'm getting behind it here. With what Dan Campbell is building in Detroit, but uh, let's you know we start at the quarterback position and uh, it, it, for Chicago, I'm curious to see who's going to start. Um, no clue. If it's Fields, I'm, I'm not going to hold last week against him. Matt Nagy though, like stop, just stop. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you're doing, I feel like we've done this too many or times. Start, or start or start doing something. I don't know. Right? Stop or like, start. Stop or start. Whichever one yeah. it is. Yeah. Just do the opposite and, like, put the offense out there for the kid who you drafted with the 10th overall pick. Or was it 11th? I don't even remember at this point anymore. But all I know is this kid is talented and we should not, like, we should be able to see that talent, like, on Sundays. There's no reason for that. So, Monty, David Montgomery, low-end RB1, regardless of who the quarterback is. Allen Robinson, like you said, Greg, he's like under 40 receiving yards. He's been so bad. So bad. Weeks. I think <laughs> I at that point, like at this tell. point, he's been a starter based on name value. Yep. Um, and draft capital alone. But I'm not I'm not a three weeks is enough. Three weeks is enough. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Greg, you and I, we come from a world where like we we analyze data. Hey, if three data points, that's enough to say there's a trend. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. three weeks. There's a trend here. Uh. I'm not I'm not really in I, like if I have better options I will sit Allen Robinson uh for Detroit. Let's get Swifty, man. Yes sir. Yes sir. <laughs> Yo, he's he's a top, he's a top 6 option for me at the position this week. Uh Jamal Williams he's in, even has some flex appeal in this one. TJ Hawkinson had a down week last week but just continue he should continue to see that volume. And Greg he's you, you know your stream of the week Jared Goff. The matchup the matchup is decent here. The weapon, we love his weapons every week, so we gotta right. love the quarterback, right? That only right. makes sense. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm down, man. Let's do it. Moving Let's on to it. the next matchup, uh, the two and one Tennessee Titans traveling to MetLife Stadium to take on the zero and three New York Jets. This is a forty-five and a half point total. The Tennessee Titans are seven and a half point favorites. 
terms of the game here, there's rain expected in this game. Um, in terms of injuries, it just does not get any better for the Jets. Marcus May, uh, their star safety, he'll be out three to four weeks with an ankle injury. Uh, Jeff Smith, he's questionable with a concussion. Uh, uh, Elijah Moore, also questionable with a concussion. So neither one of those guys practiced yesterday. Jamison Crowder, he's, he was a limited participant with a groin, so it seems like he might be trending in the right direction. And then safety Ashton Davis looks like he could be returning from the IR here. So uh, a bunch of guys questionable for Tennessee, but the guys that really matter, Julio, A.J. Brown, they've both missed practice for the last two days. So it's trending as if they could be out. I mean, I know we know A.J. Brown always does this thing with his knee, but this is a completely different injury with the hamstring here. So there's a real possibility that these two guys will be out on Sunday. Um, so from the from a fantasy perspective, you know, I don't know there's much in this game that I want to. Oh, actually, let me start with the game. I'm taking the under, taking the Titans to cover, taking the Titans to win. Um, but in terms of the fantasy matchups here, I, you know, on the Tennessee side, Dan, Derek Henry, Derek Henry. Yep. Derrick Henry. This Jets defense yep. is has been pretty good, but at the end of the day, like Derrick Henry is going to see the ball like 35 times. So, <laughs> Word, bro. Word. Like there's no receivers, there's no wide like, receivers. Facts, yo. He's 35. Like, he's at least 30 touches in this game for Derrick Henry. Um, you know we should see we should see um, you know Chester Rogers. I think will have some sort of role here for. For the Tennessee Titans, I think Ryan Tannehill is okay because his team's going to be up by seven and a half. And, you know, I think the team will be skiing so much on Derrick Henry that he'll have to make some plays. Plus, we know he makes plays with his legs as well. I mean, he's a good enough quarterback where I think he can make some things happen, although the Jets have not been great against the quarterback. So this is strictly like a two quarterback league type thing in one quarterback leagues. I'm not really interested in Ryan Tannehill for the Jets side. uh, This looks like a good matchup on paper. Um, but the Jets have not been playing good football over the last three weeks or two and a half weeks. So, like, it's really hard to try to attach yourself to this offense. The only person I'm probably willing to attach myself to is Corey Davis. Um, it's a revenge game, has seen double-digit targets. Uh, there is no other receiver. Uh, you know, Elijah Moore might miss this game. Um, Jamison Crowder very well could miss this game as well. So you could be and Tyler Croft, who is you know the, one of the top tight end options for Zach Wilson, will not be will most likely be out as well. So Corey Davis is a safe option, and then Michael Carter you could take the upside there. Had some plays that could have gone uh, one or two ways, but uh, I, I'm I'm more so down waiting for him to to uh, really establish himself as a a, a fine fantasy play. Yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Tennessee to cover and Tennessee to win. Uh, I'm pretty much with you as far as the analysis, especially on the Jets side. Uh, Corey Davis is the only name that pops up to me as a, a top 30 play uh, with, at that receiver, getting that volume of targets. Um, and on the Tennessee side, yeah, it's, it's all Derrick Henry. Chester Rogers and Josh Reynolds will have to step up. Uh, I think Chester Rogers has the advantage there. Um, yeah, because they'll, they'll have no possibly no Julio or A.J. Brown, but I mean, there's the game that they're going to miss. It would definitely be this one. Definitely, definitely. All right, moving on to this next matchup here. We've got the 2-1 Cleveland Browns traveling to Minnesota to take on the 1-2 Minnesota Vikings, a 51.5-point total. 
Vikings are two and a half point underdogs here. Greg, in terms of injuries, Greg Newsom from Cleveland is out with a calf. Uh, for Minnesota, Dalvin Cook, limited participant with that ankle injury, so continue to monitor that. Make sure you have Alexander Madison on your roster, like Greg yes, has sir. told you for the last two years. You draft <laughs> Dalvin Cook, you draft Alexander Madison. You draft Dalvin Cook, you draft Alexander Madison. Um, in terms of the well, the remaining injuries for Minnesota, Tyler Conklin, uh, Greg, your stream of the week, he was questionable with a glute and elbow injury. Did not practice yesterday on Wednesday, so uh, monitor his situation throughout the week. Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks, the linebackers for Minnesota, were both limited participants. With all that being said, Greg, where are you at with this game? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns to cover, and I'm going to take the Browns to win the game. Um, on Cleveland's side, you, you love Chubb and Hunt. They're the most effective running back duo in fantasy. It's not even close. We always say when a two running back duo comes in, we're like, oh, they could be like Chubb and Hunt, but it's really hard to do that because Chubb and Hunt are really good. Um, Hunt's getting 13 touches a game, always highly efficient. Chubb is around 17, and he's 5.5 yards per carry. This man's a beast. Um, so you, you love both of them. RB1 upside. Odell, back to that top 30 play. Um, got that wide receiver two upside. Uh, I think with a strong wide receiver two upside week, especially about Jarvis. Uh, should see a lot of Patrick Peterson, but I'm not afraid of that matchup. Uh, and on Minnesota side, uh, continue to like Kirk Cousins. Um, I think he he won't kill you here. High in QB2 for me. Um, have Madison ready if Dalvin Cook can't go. He played well last week, got you an RB1 performance. Um, expecting more of a, a low one RB2 here against a, a very much better rush defense. Uh, Cleveland's only given up about 50 rushing yards per game, uh, so that's really good. Uh, not afraid of starting Jefferson at Thielen. I think they have some their wide receiver two plays for me. Jefferson has a big play upside. You know, Kareem Hunt was able to get behind this defense uh, week one. Um, but I'm definitely fading KJ Osborne. I think uh, it's going to be only support here for two receivers. Uh, Conklin was able to practice today, so uh, I think he's, you know, back to that streaming tight end play. Yeah, I think this game has, like, this game is super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a ton of upside here in this game. From a fantasy perspective, especially. I mean, you took the over. Who'd you take to win this game? Sorry. Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay, yeah, yeah I got the same thing. I'm yeah. taking the over, taking Cleveland to cover, taking Cleveland to win. Um, for the Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb, you know, like you said, the, him and Hunt, they've been killing it. Uh, you know, this Browns offense is so run-centric. You know, these guys have been phenomenal. I think Chubb's a top 10 option this week. Kareem Hunt is a top 20 play. Uh, Baker Mayfield higher-end QB2 in this matchup against Minnesota. Uh, Odell Beckham should continue to see 30% of the team targets here for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So he's a high-end wide receiver three with that wide receiver two upside. Austin Hooper, I think, is the top option in Cleveland these days, uh, but I don't really want to play one of those guys. Uh, for Minnesota, I think Justin Jefferson has some top five upside this week, to okay, be honest. Okay. Um, Kirk Cousins, a QB1 option as he's been. This Cleveland defense has not been good against the pass, and so I think Kirk Cousins can definitely um, make an impact there, at, like as he has all season. So uh, Adam Thielen, wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside, as he does every week, because apparently he's going to catch 17 touchdowns this season. <laughs> and uh, if Dalvin Cook can't go, then Madison, I think, is a, is a top 20 option. right? I think you RB2, right? So yeah. 
um, somewhere in that range. This Cleveland run defense has been pretty good since last year. So, um, you know, he did beat up on Seattle last week. Not quite the matchup, but the volume will be there if he does start again. Moving on to this next matchup, the 0-3 Indianapolis Colts traveling to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Uh, to take on the winning two Miami Dolphins. This is a two and a half point spread here. The Miami Dolphins are the favorites. 43 and a half point total. In terms of the injuries and the weather, uh, there is rain expected in this game. Uh, in terms of injuries for the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, he was a limited participant in practice. Questionable with a knee injury. So definitely something to monitor. His participation in practice, though, seems like he's he's okay. Uh, Jack Doyle, tight end, is questionable with a back injury. TJ Carey, a cornerback for Indianapolis, was added to injured reserve. And then Carson Wentz, he was a limited participant in practice with uh, both of his sprained ankles. And then for um, uh, Miami, tell me if you've heard this before. Will Fuller, questionable <laughs> chest and elbow injury. Uh, in terms of this game here, I'm like this line really surprised me. Like two and a half point favorites, the like the Dolphins, like they haven't like they. I mean, been okay. Colts haven't won a game. I mean, Colts have not won a game. Yeah, yeah. But I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the Colts to cover here. I'm going to take the Colts to win this game. It's it. JT specifically is in a really nice spot yeah. here. Is he? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He is. <laughs> He's in a real, really, really, really nice spot here. So I'm hoping that he is healthy and he's ready to go and uh, that he could just continue to, well, continue to see volume because he hasn't really been uh, doing a whole lot of fantasy production. But the, the this matchup is nice. If he gets that volume, then he can have a top five week this week. Uh, Michael Pittman, he's in a tough spot, still a top 30 option. To me, when you are a wide receiver seeing 30% of your team's targets, I, I equate that with matchup proof um, because it, you're just going to get targeted so much. Even if your team is down or you're losing, uh, you, you'll still see a lot of these targets. They have no choice but to throw the ball to you. So I, I, I really like Michael Pittman uh, for Miami. I think Miles Gaskin is a nice play this week uh, versus Indianapolis. Um, I think he could be a top 20 option this week. Uh, Jalen Waddle, he's also a top 20 option at the wide receiver position. Saw 13 targets last week. Has a nice spot here. Uh, Devontae Parker, I think, might be in play as well. And then Mike Gusecki has been a nice option yes, sir. for set at quarterback. So I'm curious, again, to see if that's game script dependent or quarterback dependent. But I'm going to ride the quarterback narrative because Mike Gusecki's my guy. So, Greg, what say you, brother? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Colts to cover and also the Colts to win. Um, like you said, on the Indy side, this is a, a green spot for, for both the Indy running backs. Uh, Hines has the RB2 value. And if yeah, JT gets the volume you want to see, he should have a top five week. Uh, Miami's rush defense is so bad. They're giving about over 170 total yards to the running back position per game. Uh, Pittman, I agree with you. The high and wide receiver two value. Um, Pascal has a deeper league flex uh, value. I think you know he he's got the best matchup in that, within that against this tough secondary in the slot. Um, on Miami side, Brissett two B, two QB league option. I think he's got that rushing floor. He's got a rushing touchdown last week. Um, Mike Osecki though, you got to love what he does for him. Got the 12 targets. He's tied in one value. And yeah, Jalen Waddle, I agree with you in that. The 12 receptions last week, great 
right possession receiver. Um, and yeah, Miles Gaskin definitely. I think he's a top 30 play at the running back position. More of an RB three for me. All right, moving on to this next game. This one has some intrigue too. The three and zero Carolina Panthers traveling to Dallas to take on the two and one Dallas Cowboys. Fifty point five total here. Dallas Cowboys four and a half point favorites. In terms of injuries, Justin Burris, safety for Carolina. He was added to the injured reserve with a groin. Uh, J.C. Horn was added to the injured reserve with a broken foot. Uh, obviously, we mentioned earlier in the week that they traded for C.J. Henderson, so he probably comes in to fill some of that to fill some of that void left by Horn. Um, Christian McCaffrey, he's obviously out with that hamstring. And then on Dallas, they're okay for the most part here. Um, Greg, where are you at with this game? Give me the over. Give me the Panthers to cover, but I'm going to take Dallas to win. This is going to be a, a pretty, pretty good game, I think. Like one of the games of the weekend on Carolina's side. I do still like Sam Darnold slightly. I think he's in that QB 13 to 15 range. Uh, Dallas defense is has been emerging. They're definitely a much improved defense from last year. Uh, Chubba Hubbard, Chubba Hubbard, high in RB2 for me. I think the volume is going to be there. I uh, do like him in this matchup. Um, just because he's going to get a lot of touches. Uh, this is going to be DJ Moore's toughest test for sure. He will see Trey Diggs a lot. Uh, but I think DJ Moore with the the ton of, like you meant, you saying, the, the 30% target share, that rule, if you get close to that, I think he's going to produce. Has wide receiver two upside. Um, Robbie Anderson and Terrace Marshall have the easier matchups. Uh, so one of them could have a nicer game here. I do like Marshall in that if I had to choose one, he's getting more snaps, 62% of the snaps last week. Had the highest receiving yards of his of his season last week, so I'm leaning towards Terrace Marshall to be that complimentary receiver. Um, and on Dallas side, Zeke, great game last week, strong RB two, going against a very good rush defense in this Carolina Panthers deep team. Um, I mean they play some weak teams, but they're they're still putting up great numbers as far as yardage uh, to the running back position. Pollard is an RB three play for me. Um, and yeah, as far as the receivers, I like both of them, Lamb and Cooper. Of course, Lamb has that higher upside. I think, uh, you know, they weren't really needed last week in that uh, game because they were run, d- dominating on the run, rush game. So I wouldn't be too worried about what they did last week. And Dalton Schultz, yeah, he's back to being a, a great streaming option. Uh, he's on a 16-game pace for 80 targets. Uh, got 89 last year on 9.8 yards per reception. That's up this year to 10.2 yards per reception. So I'm taking him any day if, I, if I'm desperate at tight end. Yeah, I, I, look, I agree with you from the game perspective. Uh, taking the over, taking Carolina to cover, taking Dallas to win here. This is going to be a really good game. Uh, probably one of the ones that I'll, I'll, you know, I'll keep my eye close on uh, on Sunday with red zone. Um, but for on the Carolina side, DJ Moore, I've been preaching it all season. Uh, the return of DJ Moore wide receiver one season high end wide receiver one for me this week. I actually think that this is a Robbie Anderson game here. Okay. I think he's a top 24 play this week. And the reason I say that is it's based on game script. Carolina has not trailed at any point in any, in in any of their three games this season. Robbie Anderson's been, you know, he's been utilized as the deep threat going back to that role that he had back with the the New York Jets. And so I think in a game here where Carolina is going to end up in some negative game script, you have Trayvon Diggs, who's going to be probably on, you know, sticking to DJ Moore. I think Robbie Anderson will have some opportunities to get loose behind this defense. 
So I think he can really, in a game with a high total, he could really come in as a top 24 play. Uh, Sam Darnold, again, a QB1 option for me this week. Um, and then Tommy Tremble, my, my streamer. Oh, yeah, yes, sir. At the tight end position. <laughs> yes, so sir. The matchup is good against Dallas, so I'm definitely intrigued. Um, and then Carolina, you know, they've been they've been good, to, to, you know, defensively. So on the Dallas side, um, you know, granted, they haven't really been tested. But right. they've, you know, they've been good. Play, they've been playing well defensively, but I'm not I'm going to play all the main pieces on the Dallas side. Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. I think Don Schultz is totally in play uh, as, you know, him and Pollard. They're they're in play, but they're not must plays, if that makes sense. I mean, Schultz probably will will be more leaned on because of, you know, the he's fact that he's end. a tight end. Yeah. Um, but the, I'm really curious to see what happens with this with this Dallas rush offense versus this Carolina run defense. Cause Word, man. Like you mentioned, Carolina's run defense has been pretty good. They haven't really necessarily played like a like a like a great team, but they're ninth in fans in football outsiders adjusted line yards metrics of yards allowed on defense, while Dallas is first in adjusted Ooh. yard adjusted line yards on offense. So you got the immovable object meets the immo- what is it? I forget how it goes. Immovable object meets the unstoppable force. Boom. There we go. Got it. Yes, sir. But <laughs> I'm curious to see how Zeke Elliott fares against this Carolina run defense. But you're not going to sit him. He's always going to be in, in line for these touchdown opportunities. But this game is going to be a good one for sure. Yeah, yeah, facts. Moving on to this next matchup, man. We got the 0-3 New York Giants. Man, yo, what's going on with these New York teams, man? They, like They don't know how to win, man. They just they don't, don't know, know how, how to win. Yo, like uh, somebody was telling me at work that they should just combine the rosters. You know, just try to take the best pieces from both rosters. I don't know, man. It, That's it still eight team, seven it's, and nine team to me, probably like oh eight and whatever. I think you're being generous. Eight and nine, <laughs> yeah. to like six, like six, six and eleven. Yeah. Whatever, man. But still don't have a. Uh, <laughs> hey hey at least our guys playing his third nfl game yours is in his third nfl season so but neither here nor there there's a different podcast for that now we have liftoff new york jets podcast if you're a jets fan we don't don't i'm not gonna plug a giants one here we don't have one to plug but the new york giants oh and three traveling to new orleans to take on the two and one new orleans saints 43 and a half point total Saints are seven and a half point favorites in terms of the injuries. Teron Armstead, left tackle for the Saints, doubtful. Eric McCoy, center for the Saints, questionable. On the Giants, Blake Martinez was put on IR was put on IR after Cordero Patterson caused him to tear his ACLs or his ACL. Um, sorry, that was a joke. Never mean to be <laughs> funny about these things, but. He juked the crap out of Blake Martinez, and Blake Martinez then tore his ACL. Or did Ooh. he tear his? Did he look like he got juked out because he tore his ACL? I don't know. I guess we'll never really know. But Blake Martinez, wish you all the all of the best in your recovery. Yeah, it's a huge hit, definitely. Definitely hit to this Giants defense. On the on the offensive side, though, they have some injuries. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, both dealing with hamstring injuries. And both are out. In terms of this game here, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Giants to cover. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to take the Saints to win. Uh, I think Kamara is going to have himself a day. But that's about it. <laughs> that's really all I want on that side. <laughs> so, that's exactly what I had. 
For the Giants, uh, Saquon, RB1 again. Uh, this The Saints defense is good, but I think the volume and the receptions, especially with Sterling Shepard and um, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton out, I think Saquon's going to soak up some of these receptions. I might be interested in Kadarius Tony, man. I'm just saying. Is this saying. the week that we use our first-round pick, actually? Is this, <laughs> is this the week? I mean, like, with all these injuries, there's no options available. Um you know, he, he, he got, he played, he ran the second most routes, I think, on the team last week. Um, so he, he played a large percent of the snaps. He's a first round pick, so he's got the pedigree. Word. He plays. He was just running around last week. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he played, no, sorry, that's what it was. He played most of his snaps from the slot last week. Got it. So that's uh, the Sterling Shepard position where Daniel Jones, a lot of those targets have been going to. Obviously, Sterling Shepard is a vet. He gets open, does all these things. Kadarius Tony can be a yak machine though so if you play in ppr leagues you know six catches is six points you know and if you make something happen after you know uh but colin johnson also played well last week in the absence of these receivers so he's a guy that has flashed as well back in jacksonville last year as a rookie i think he can make some impact potentially here for the giants with these receivers out and I failed to mention even the free agent signing and kenny galladay but he's been meh all year so you can throw them out there but there should be you would imagine that there's more upside this week with these receivers being out you have to imagine that um and I then mean, the question is what do you do with evan ingram i yeah yes where are you at greg Talk i'm gonna take you. the under i'm gonna take the saints to cover i'm gonna take the saints to win i'm just not outside of saquon i'm not very excited about you know the giants offense um saquon definitely is rb1 uh, I would like them to use Kadarius Tony. I can't like guarantee that. Colin Johnson, I I would like you know he's they're, they're going to target him. Someone's going to eat up the middle of the field. It could be Evan Ingram as well. Uh, because you know the Giants aren't really big uh, a big play team. Um, so they, they really you know get their yards on possession receivers and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm gonna have Evan Ingram as a tight end too. Uh, he might eat up those receptions in the middle of the field. Kadarius Tony, I think is a good a start play. Colin Johnson as well, deeper league play. And yeah, on the New Orleans side, I'm with you. It's literally I'll have one word written down as Kamara. Like that's that's it. Like yeah, I mean the other pieces might do well, like, but you just can't predict that. I mean, Taysom Hill had his week last week. Uh Marcus Callaway had his week, you know, last week as well. But it could be uh Deontay Harris, could be someone. Like this this is just a very well uh, it's just a really good team from one to fifty two, one to fifty three, and they just all are they just know how to win, man. Yeah, man, Sean Payton, he doesn't care. You're active. You're going to help him yeah. win the game. <laughs> Word, the only yeah. person that really matters is Alvin Kamara. Yeah. AK-41 makes this thing go. So uh, let's move on to this next matchup, man. The one and two. Wow. Crazy. One and two Kansas City Chiefs. Crazy. Traveling to Philly. The return of Andy Reid to Philadelphia to take on the one and two Philadelphia Eagles. This game has a 54.5 point total. The Chiefs are 7.5 point favorites. In terms of weather, there will be some rain in this one. A uh, few guys questionable on defense for Kansas City. Philadelphia has added three players on the offensive line to injured reserve in the last week. Uh, they've added two defensive backs to the injured reserve as well. They're banged up for sure, though. Uh, Greg. What do you have in this matchup? 
I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna take Kansas City to cover. Uh, I'm gonna take Kansas City to win. Definitely those, you know, offensive line issues with the the Eagles is gonna be the game. But on the Philly side, that might be even even better for Hurts because he'll be just running and running and running. He's gonna have a lot of possibly a lot of rushing yards in this one. He's already a safe QB one for me. Uh, Miles Sanders, I think, has a strong RB two value. Uh, Devontae Smith isn't a great matchup against this Chiefs secondary. I'm expecting a, a bounce back here. I think he gets you a top 30 week uh, as a solid wide receiver three. Um, Dallas Goddard and Ertz is just really tough. They're just eating each other's value up. Um, one of them could be a touchdown dependent tight end one. Uh, it's really hard to predict that. Um, so, I mean, if you can find a better matchup, maybe you, you can. But uh, one of them, you just really is like you're, you're tossing them out there and just wishing that they score tight end. On Kansas City side, Patty, you already know, top five play. Uh, Clyde, great week last week, 5.9 yards per carry, highly efficient. Uh, he's a strong RB, high in RB2 play for me um, against his Philly defense. Who, you know, Zeke just cut him up last week, so, you know, he's going to get his opportunities. Uh, and Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, both top five players at their position. And, that, you know, that's what they got to do. They're going to bounce back this week. Yeah, man, I, I like uh, I like the over here, like Kansas City to cover, Kansas City to win. Uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, I say this every week. I could just copy and paste this. Yes, sir. Top options at their positions. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, like you said, great spot here. Uh, Zeke ran all over this Philly defense. Uh, they've been run on, uh, so I, I think that they're going to be in a great spot here for, for, you know, this is a great spot here for Clyde. You know, hey, two good games in a row for Clyde. You might be able to sell. Just saying. True. That's yeah. true. <laughs> like, hey, that third, hey, this next game is coming. Like, right. So, um, Jalen Hurts, despite the performance last week, what we saw with our eyes on TV, he's a top five option this yes, week. Sir. Don't get it yes, sir. Like, <laughs> he's still gonna end up. He's QB six on the year in standard league, so he's yeah, he's doing what he's got to do. Yeah, man. Uh, and and Miles Sanders. I think he's a nice option this week here against Kansas City. Uh, you know, there will be some opportunities in the run game. We saw Austin Eckler, Greg, your start of the week last week come through here. I, I think it's I think it's possible Miles Sanders can be involved as well. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell also makes sense as, you know, they will be trailing a decent amount in this game. Could see some targets as, as a running back. Three flex option. Uh, Dallas Goddard, like you were saying, him and – Zach Ertz, they just cannibalize each other's value, so yeah, it's man. really hard to 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 recommend one of them to play. But um, you know, it's definitely something that you you if you have if you have both of them, you're probably playing them. All right, Dalton Schultz or oh yeah, don't don't even Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz for sure. Well, over both of them, over both for of both them. Of, over both of yeah. them. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Devontae Smith, I like him. I, I like him every week. So, you know, <laughs> the, target, the target volume is going to be there. The question is whether, you know, he's going to get a catchable ball or not. But hopefully, you know, doesn't I, slip and fall. You know, can't have that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't have that. You got to keep your feet rook. Uh, yeah, you know, but I, I definitely will do like Devontae Smith in this lineup. And um, yeah, I, I don't think I want to. <clears throat> Jalen Rager is like that DFS dart throw. Yeah. Type. Like, I don't yeah. know if I could go there right now. Um, all right, let's move on to this last matchup we're breaking down today. The one and two Houston Texans traveling to Buffalo to take on a two and one Buffalo Bills. 48 point total. The Bills Ooh. are six. Ooh. 16 Ooh. and a half. 
At least it came down a little bit. It was, it was like 17 and a half to start the week. It's crazy. Crazy. 16 and a half point favorites here. The for all my mathematicians at home, that's an implied score here of 32 to 16. Buffalo being favored. In terms of injuries, there is rain expected in this one. Uh, Buffalo has some guys in the secondary that are questionable for Houston. Danny Amendola, he's doubtful with a thigh injury. In terms of this game here, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Buffalo to cover, and I'm going to take Buffalo to win. Josh Allen, the Josh Allen tour continues. Yes, sir. Two weeks long. Let's get it done here. <laughs> I think Diggs gets back on track this week, too. Like, he's he's too good of a player. Josh Allen's playing better now. The offense is playing better that he's going to get phased out in a game like this and not, you know, be involved, not get in the end zone here. Uh, Cole Beasley, top 20 option. I saw earlier he was ranked on Fantasy Pros as, as, a, as a top uh, – outside the top 36. I think that's egregious. He Cole Beasley needs to be in the top 20. Uh, Zach, Zach Moss. Top 24 option this week at the running back position. They've got good game script, 16 and a half point favorites. So I definitely think he's a play. Uh, you know, he's taken over this backfield back from from Devin Singletary. <laughs> uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I think, again, he's a top 24 option this week. And for Houston, it's very easy. Brandon Cooks. End of yes, story. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Greg, where are you at with this one, man? I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Houston to cover, but slightly, and I'm going to take the Bills to win. Um, the spread is just really big, but I guess the Bills Bills have done it before. They they beat the brakes off of Miami, uh, and they beat the brakes off Washington. So um, taking, I'm actually going to take Buffalo to cover. Yeah, they, they're just a really good team. They're going to break the brakes off of Houston. Josh Allen, I'm with you. Cole Beasley, uh, solid flex play this week in PPR leagues. Uh, he's got that toughest matchup in the slot, but I think he'll be fine. Diggs is going to bounce back. Sanders, I have Beasley ranked above him a little bit, but I think Sanders has that touchdown upside, which is nice. So if you want that, those points, uh, higher play. Um, and, yeah, the momentum is all with Zach Moss right now. Have more carries, more receptions to Singletary. Um, yeah, I definitely will be benching Singletary. Uh, Moss is the play to start. And Houston, you already know, man, it's cooking time every week. The wide receiver six and a half PPR leagues. This is Brandon Cooks, man, sleeper of the year wide, wide receiver. Yes, sir. Brandon Cooks, man, continuing to get it done. This man, since David Mills took over, has like a 45% target share. <laughs> um, remember what I said about 30% target share. So I, if I'm in at 30, I'm in at 45. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, I think that's all we got here, brother, man. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all for listening. We appreciate all the love and support genuinely appreciate that um and so we will catch y'all on saturday for our game two previews part two and our starts of the week and some get money where we'll find out if greg can even the stakes here or if i can extend my lead by one more game find out on the next episode (laughs) of fantasy football diagnostics but without that with that being said y'all have a good one We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're out of here. Peace. We out.